Hey, this is Deb Brown-Marr, and if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. It's Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 246 with my good friend and author of Sell Like Jesus, Deb Brown-Marr. And we just had a fun, fun conversation. So if anybody out there kind of is turned off about their religious kind of stuff, make sure you just still listen in uh, because Deb and I both love God. We both love Jesus. But the conversation is not about that. It's actually about helping you level up uh, your sales skills and helping you, if you're looking for somebody to kind of take you down the path of increasing your sales skills, if you hate selling, Deb can make it actually very enjoyable for you. So Break out your notebooks. This is a really, really fun, high-energy conversation with my really good friend and author, Deb Brown-Maurer. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and you know that I am a man of faith, and I have an author who wrote Sell Like Jesus, Seven Characteristics of Christ for Ethical Sales, my good friend, Deb Brown Mar. And we have had to reschedule this podcast because I think she was ill, then I was ill and and traveling and whatnot, but all in God's time. And, and here we are. And I'm so blessed that I have my good friend Deb, who has spent half of her career doing sales and the other half coaching people to sell. Her natural talent plus depth of experience allows Deb to quickly assess sales strengths and shortcomings. She's uniquely qualified to help others bridge sales performance gaps to achieve growth and revenue sales. And don't do it now, but you have to go read the story on her About Me page at her website, which is debbrownsales.com. And just go to the About Me because it's a really cool little story how she sold when she was younger and had to face that rejection, really level up and keep it ethical through biblical and faith. And so, Deb, thank you so much for coming on. Please yeah, introduce yourself. You. Please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast for our subscribe. But first, Deb, what's your favorite color and why? My favorite color is purple. Uh, you can see the paintings in the background yeah. and the artist. So, Purple is made from blue and red. Yes. And so I'm also a little bit of a Bible nerd. If people are interested in the details, it's in Numbers chapter four. Okay. There were blue, red, and purple cloths. Yes, it was. That were used in a very specific way to cover everything that was in the Holy of Holies. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And what I find significant is the table of showbread, which represented Christ in the Mm -hmm. Holy of Holies, was covered with blue, red first, and then blue. Right. I love it. It becomes purple, which is the color of royalty. I was just going to say it's very regal, too. I love it. I love it. So, Deb, let's get to the origins of Deb Brown sales and how you help people really level up their sales while staying ethical, but still knowing that there's, you know, that God wants us to achieve and have as much as we can. Because, you know, I, I tell my squad, Deb, that, you know, that I feel that, you know, sin, it's a sin not to do your best. Okay. And the reason why, I mean, sin comes from the word sinny in, in Greek, which means missing the mark. So it's not a religious thing. You know, it's more of a, you know, listen, you're missing the mark. God wants you to always succeed and move forward. So let's get get to the origins of where you started and then how you do now to help people level up. 
So I actually started in customer service and moved into sales in the 90s. And what happened was that I had a very negative experience with high pressure sales. Worked at a place for a week and couldn't stand it because I couldn't do what they were asking me to do, which seemed disrespectful. Mm -hmm. So I started looking for ways to sell that were congruent with my values. And here I am 25 years later, uh, having written the book, Sell Like Jesus, because here's what I found. As I experimented with things, there are ways that Jesus interacted with his followers that gave him a 2000 year impact. Why not leverage what he did, how he did it, and do it in the sales conversation? So that was the whole premise for the book. Wow, that's fantastic. So how did you make that transition from customer service to sales then, back in the 90s? Well, because I had a degree in Latin American studies and really couldn't get a job doing anything but sales. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, okay. Just, okay. Yeah. So tell me about a sale nightmare that you might have came across. So the, the sales nightmare, the first one that, that also propelled me to get better at sales, I walked into the office of a, an older, gray-haired insurance sales broker. And he seemed nice enough offering coffee. We sat down and then he looks me square in the eye and he says, so young lady, what can you do for me? Wow, okay. <laughs> and I wasn't prepared for that, right? My knee, right. I was sitting down and my knees started knocking. <laughs> I was so intimidated. I don't even remember what I said because I I felt like I was in a trap. I didn't want to defend myself, but I really didn't know how to answer. So I set about finding how you can answer when, when people put that kind of pressure. And they do. Buyers do. The more savvy buyers are going to test salespeople. You have to be ready with the right response or you ruin the relationship. Right. And I love that you said response and not react. Yes. Because you know, a lot of salespeople that I've, you know, I went through training and I'm certified in sales across the line. And a lot of my coaching, I coach salespeople. Uh-huh. And, you know, a lot of people react to something like you could have reacted with something negative or even, you know, so it's, I love that you said that we respond. I I love that. So then what brought us into the Deb Brown sales and launching that? How long ago did you launch? I launched in 2008. Okay. Right. The perfect time. It's like we're getting crushed. Uh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, and why did I do that? Well, because I really felt God pressing me to do Mm -hmm. it. So what happened was I had been doing sales training in the 90s for about five years. Mm -hmm. Then I got wooed into industry during the Mm dot-com hullabaloo in 98. 
And I stayed in the tech industry as a sales manager, director, and finally VP of sales for a startup that made it big, got bought out. Mm-hmm. And I worked as a product champion for the company that bought us out. But the, the product became commoditized. And I never was into selling on price. Okay. I've always sold high end and high value. So I lost interest in selling through channel markets. It just wasn't the same. Okay. And I left to work for another startup that didn't work. And then another startup that didn't work. This is, you know, pretty common in the startup world. (laughs) And finally, I was asked by a startup to um, help them with a sales um, plan because they didn't know what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And when I provided the plan, they said, can you coach us through this? Wow. And I thought, yes, I can. can. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, I can. So at that point, I decided to take the plunge. And God really blessed my obedience because it was during a horrible economic time. Yes, it was. So I tripled sales year two over year one and year three over year two. Okay. So I knew I did the right thing. I love that. And so do you work mainly with companies or do you do individual one-on-ones? I love to work with um, small companies or solo entrepreneurs, uh, business owners who have to sell but hate to sell because right. of the negative stigma. Right. Yeah. Because some people are systems people and some people are salespeople, and it's kind of hard to cross over. But if you're a one man show, you better learn. You're going to drown either right. way. Right. So let me ask you something, Deb. What do you think then makes a great sales coach? The same things that make a great salesperson, and those are listening with the intent of understanding and asking great questions. Those two skills help anybody, anywhere, no matter what you're doing, no matter who you're talking to. And do you go from more of a place of a coaching or consulting? And what I mean by that is like, I'm a coach. I don't consult because I, I mean, I have a a client right now that's legitly a billionaire that I coach and I couldn't consult him on his company at all because I don't know it. I didn't want to dig into it, but I'm more of a coach where I go in with the powerful questions. Which one are you more of? I do 50-50. Okay. Coach Sultan then. Coach Sultan. (laughs) There you go. Okay. I like that. Okay. Very good. I love it. I love it. So when you're maybe in a discovery period with a client, you know, mm-hmm. she hasn't, he or she has not hired you and you have not decided to bring them on. Is there any secret sauce during that discovery time, if you don't mind sharing, Deb, that helps them maybe find their blind spots? The secret sauce is that listening and questioning process. And okay, so here's the technique which. I run a risk sharing this because if you don't, if you skip the softening statements, which I'll explain, sure, it will blow up. So right. the, the secret sauce is the softening statements. So here's the process. 
you ask me a question or you tell me something about yourself and I listen to key words in what you've said, mm-hmm. pick up on those key words, acknowledge them or comment on them. That's the softening. And then I ask you about those key words. Ah, I love it. So you're and really now we're in going there. deeper. Yeah. We're going deeper on the subject that you brought up. Love it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So people to do that five layers deep. That's fantastic. Because you're really making them like, you know, nothing's closed ended. I'm sure the, what you're asking them. So it's so, like, you're really there, making them the, drop. Yeah. There are closed ended questions. They are necessary for gathering facts. Sure. Right. Because if I were to ask you, have you ever hired a coach in the past? That's a closed ended question. Sure. But your answer, yes or no, is going to determine what direction I go next. Right. Okay, fair enough. I'll accept that. Absolutely. So the closed-ended help with facts where the open-ended allow people to tell their story. Got it. Got it. I love that. So when you're, again, let's stay in the discovery period and stuff. And is there any good question then that you wish they would ask you but never do? Wow. I can't think of one Mm -hmm. offhand because here's what part of my process Mm -hmm. is if they don't ask me something, I will propose it. Okay. I'll I'll put it out there. Right. Again, it's going to be in the context of the individual, what they've shared, how they've shared it, what it is we're talking about. So the the safest thing for me to say is you stay in the discovery process mm-hmm. until you believe the person is ready to shift into commitment. I love it. When oh, I yeah. say commitment, I'm talking about now. Right. They're not saying yes. Right. Now it's time to talk about the money and the decision process. Right. right. The second any prospect for me says that, you know, what's expected of me through this process when they ask me, I know that the commitment's coming. I know that it's there. It's coming. You know, in my 20 plus years of coaching, it's like, that's what I've learned is if once they ask that, it's kind of like, yeah, they're ready to rock and roll. But I agree a full full with you to ask and then get that understanding with the intent and listen with the intent of understanding. I, I love that. So was the whole family backing you as you moved into kind of the sales life or were they like, no, stay safe and get, stay with the hourly wage or like what, what kind of support system do you have? Well, so support system, my husband, I couldn't have ever done what I do without my husband. I don't have children. So um, having my husband's support has been a huge blessing. It's enabled me to do what I do. That's fantastic. Yeah. That is beautiful. That's beautiful. So, Deb, we're going to switch gears just a little bit, but have you ever seen the movie Back to the Future? Yes, I have. Okay. Let's get in that DeLorean with Marty McFly, okay? Let's right. go back to, say, the 22-year-old Deb. Mm-hmm. What kind of knowledge nuggets, we call them here at Time to Shine today, what kind of knowledge nuggets might you drop on her to maybe help her level up, shorten her learning curve, or blast through, maybe just a little bit quicker? It's not about you. 
I love it. I love that. So about that then, that's a giving, <laughs> that's a giving statement. Okay. What is your take on reciprocity in accepting that? I'm not sure I understand the question. Reciprocation. What what is your take on getting and not giving? Oh, wow. So I truly believe that Mm -hmm. it is in giving that we receive. Sure. So I'm always giving Mm -hmm. and where I will always give first. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, absolutely. I'll, I'll even give a second time. Okay. By the third time, if there isn't appreciation, I'm not talking about having to get back commensurate. Mm-hmm. So in that way, I, I never look for reciprocal per se. Right. I look for an appreciation. Love it. No, I love that. And, and, and it's funny. There, no, it's funny you say that because. You know, I give, give, give until it hurts so good, but I'm so open to reciprocation too as well. You know, and like I lent somebody money, a substantial amount, kind of knowing I wasn't going to get it back. But literally the next day, my goddaughter, who never calls me unless she needs something, called me just to talk and shoot the breeze. To me, that's a form of the reciprocation. I'm open to all forms of it. And a lot of people that live the go-giver lifestyle, you know, they want to give, 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 but they're not open to receiving. And I know in sales that you have to be open to that as well too, yes. right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yes, I love, I do love receiving. Oh um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun when it's monetary, but it doesn't have to always be monetary. Right, you know? but I, I think the difference is I'm not looking for it. So yeah, I, We it. talked a while ago, I don't know if I mentioned, when I paint during worship, in front of the church congregation, there are hundreds of people there, and maybe one, two, three come up to me afterwards and share what the experience was for them watching me paint. That's very cool. I, I don't <laughs> do it to get that response. Right. I do it knowing that I'm touching people in ways I will never know. Wow. That's amazing. I do it by faith. Right. Yeah. So those one or two who do come up and share knocks my socks off. Yeah, it does. And it makes it not, not do you have to be validated, but there's awesome to have the validation. Right. I love that. So Deb, how do you want your dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, you know, on your tombstone, if you do choose to have one, that little line that you lived, how do you want that dash remembered? She showed the love of Christ. Love it. Love it. And just like Christ, you're going to go through life a little bit beaten and battered, but you're going to come (laughs) through, right? That's beautiful. It's okay. Yes. So, Deb, what do you think people might misunderstand about you? I can be very intense. No way. (laughs) (laughs) don't let the smile fool you if you're watching on youtube folks (laughs) i can be very intense yes very Very serious like you're too serious to have you gotta have more fun (laughs) you're like i am having fun (laughs) so is there anything that keeps deb up at night 
whenever there is any kind of discord in relationships. Mm. So you're yeah. human. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you for being transparent about that. So Deb, what is your definition then of a life well lived? I ran the race, or maybe it's more like I walked the course that was put before me with everything that I had. Sound like you've been listening to Paul a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. We are back with my awesome sauce friend and author of sell like Jesus, the seven characteristics of Christ for ethical sales. And we're going to take Deb uh, Brown Mar through our leveling up lightning round. And Deb, you and I could talk an hour on each one of these questions, but you have five seconds to answer them with no explanations. All right. Ready? Ready. All right, let's go. Deb, what's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Use bullet points, not Love. paragraphs. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Reading scripture every morning. Love it. Love it. Other than debbrownsales.com and of course, time to shine today.com, my shameless plug, what other website do you like to go to to level up? John Maxwell team. Very good. Very good. Love it. And it's funny. He, he goes to my church down here. <laughs> so I, I see him a lot here at Christ Fellowship. Look at that. Okay. So you see me and you're like, man, Fergie looks like he's in his doldrums a little bit. Outside of the good book, the Bible, and also sell like Jesus. Is there any other book you might hand me to level up? Oh, I'd sooner have a conversation with you. I thank you for saying that. Thank you. And I do want you to look into, I'm, I'm breaking my own rule, but I want you to look into Andy Andrews. Oh, I love Andy. Okay, Andy. Okay, great. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's coming on my show. He, awesome. He, he saved my life in 2009 oh. with his book, The Traveler's wow. Gift. And that's a whole nother, it's on so many podcast interviews that interviewed me, but that's fantastic. I'm happy that you know of him. <laughs> Is there any favorite charity or organization you like to give your time or money to? There is a place locally here called Shalom House. Okay. It takes in battered women and children. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And last question. You can elaborate on this one. Was Out of the 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s, which one had the best decade of music? 70s 70s <laughs> you know it's it's fun because like 70s i'll have on the background i lost my mom a couple of years ago and oh, i'll just put it on in the background you know and it just it feels like she's here with me you know wow. just to, to hear uh some 70s movies i was born in 72 i'll be 50 you know here in in february but like 80s was kind of my thing but no yeah. I, I love that so yeah. deb how can we find you debbrownsales.com Love it. And tell us a little bit about your book, please. So the book goes through seven characteristics that Christ demonstrated. And I apply the, the methods that he used but as he spoke with his disciples, as he spoke with the crowds, as he spoke with the Pharisees. I, I look at what he did and I break it down and then help people put it into their sales world. Love so, that. So they can make those connections of relationship because Jesus was all about restoring us to re right relationship with. Yes. 
Absolutely. Like he had a homo, he wanted us to push towards homeostasis of relationships, not only with him, but with other people as well. And that's what sales is all about. And Deb, and in squad, I'm going to have a giveaway. My good friend Deb has been so generous as to send me two copies of her books, one for me. So can't have that one, but I will have a copy that will be um, signed by my really good friend Deb here um, in her book, Selling Jesus, Seven Characteristics of Christ for Ethical Sales. And if you first wanted to put in the comments on either LinkedIn, Pinterest, even Twitter, everywhere that I'm going to, we're going to be marketing this or sending out this content, this fantastic content from my good friend, Deb. First one that puts in Deb Brown sales, let's just put it in anywhere in the comments. We'll get the book mailed out to them. That is courtesy and awesome gratitude to Deb for being so generous with that. And Deb, if you could do us one last favor, and leave us with one last knowledge nugget you want us to take with us, internalize, and take action. Make every conversation about the person, not about you, not about your product, and not about price. Love Make it. it. about the person. I love that. And squad, it was so nice to have a conversation, basically a free masterclass on sales with my good friend, Deb you know, that she wants you to always sell in a way that's congruent to your values, you know, and learn how to leverage and sell like Jesus. I mean, it's 2000 years. So it's kind of like these, the, the points that she really brings out in her book has lasted the test of time. You know, she's believes that really a great coach listens with intense, with intensity and listens, not only with her ears, but her eyes. She's looking for body posture, every single sense that she has. And she listens with an intent to understand you. And she does that a lot with the very powerful questions she asks. She wants to remember, it's not about you, but don't be afraid to receive as well. So if you're making every conversation about the other person and not your product or price, things will start coming to you and they will form themselves for you. You know, she's going to live a life that she showed the love of Christ, and she's walked the course, she's walked the good race, she's leveled up her life through Christ, she's leveled up her life all the time anyway, she's humble yet hungry. She's earned her varsity letter here at Time to Shine today, varsity squad, and thank you so much, Deb, for coming on. I love your guts. Thank you again and again and again. Thank you so much, Scott. You bet. Have a great day. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, Real Estate Excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.